0: Welcome to Sense and Nonsense A to Z, where we pick topics based off of the letter of the day. Today is episode two of season one, featuring the letter B. We're family and we're your hosts, A,
1: T, and Z. So let's get started. Before we dive into this episode, I just want to give a quick shout out to a company called Adorama who helped us out with returning some equipment because it came in too late. Okay, great. Well, I believe it was an issue with the carrier. However, Adorama made good on their customer service promise. So I just wanted to return a favor. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. Since 1974, Adorama is a full service destination for photo, video, and electronics located at 42 West 18th Street in New York City. They're an Amazon seller and their customer service is phenomenal. Their motto is equip your creativity. They get an A plus, five stars from us for their customer
0: service. So thank you guys. Thank you very much. While we're doing shout outs, we need to shout out to Bitmoji. Oh, great idea. First of all, love them. Oh, my favorite app. Use it all the time. Like every day, right? Yeah. (laughs) They have so many customizations that you can really let your personality shine. I love that. It's so cool. Yeah, I also love all the seasonal options they give you mm-hmm. and we've taken our bitmojis and use them in our logo yeah and like yours is almost perfect yeah mine
1: is close enough to get by <laughs> one day i tried fiddling with it and i ended up
0: looking like rita moreno and i'm like <laughs> yeah this isn't happening <laughs> yeah i'm really astonished by how close mine is but have you seen tommy's no no why <laughs> tommy's looks like robert downey jr <laughs> <laughs> no kidding yeah <laughs> that's hysterical yeah it's so much fun and it's free it is it's a free app so if you don't have it download it and play with it you're gonna like it it's a lot of fun yeah thanks so much for bringing it up we really appreciate them we do
1: so let me begin by saying bonjour bonjour yeah. Six, <laughs> six years of French and that's what I got. You know? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I think I took French to begin with because I figured someday I'll go to Paris. Yeah. yeah. Like, like that ever happened.
0: Yeah. Well, there's yeah. still time.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, then I'd need to really brush up on it. So yeah. anyway,
0: so we've got that foundation. Going- yeah, a little bit, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> un, un peu, un peu. Oh, je parle Francais? Oui, je parle oui. Francais. That's what I got. That's, je m'appelle yeah,
1: exactly. Z. <laughs> there you go. So what's going on, Z?
0: Well, this week has been a little bit tough because we have been working on Little Guys IEP, which is a individualized education program. Okay. And, and that's arduous under normal circumstances. But having not have been... in the building for 22 months it's been especially especially rough yeah Yeah. so we've been working on that so much so that it like leaked over we had to make another meeting I have to work on it today and tomorrow as a matter of fact before we meet again so there's just like it's just a lot it's just been a lot (laughs) yeah how's he how's he doing going back he loves it. He's done really well. I'm very proud oh, of him. Yeah. He, he fell right back into it and he's been wearing a mask, which is That's super awesome. great. Yeah. That's awesome. He's been doing his work. I mean, it helped that he went back to a building in a classroom that he knew with people in it. He knew.
1: Yeah. Big,
0: big difference
1: when you're yeah. familiar with something. Yeah. yeah. Cool. But he's
0: been doing really well. I'm proud good, good, of the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. So what yeah. about you? What do you got?
1: What I got? Yeah. Got 18, 20 inches of snow. That's oh. what I got oh man and, and i know likey snow i hear no you likey. yeah i hear no you likey. Yeah. yeah don't like driving in it don't like shoveling in no. i no likey no you know? no the dog likey pup the puppy likes it absolutely she likes it a lot i, I like that picture you sent yeah you like that <laughs> yeah. she, she's adorable yeah
0: Want to get started? Yeah, let's get started. I'm going to get started with Book Club. Do you mind? No, no, no. Great. All right. So I love Book Club, but I haven't been for years because the original Book Club I belonged to kind of turned into a wine club. And, and I've never been a wine drinker cause I'm allergic to it beyond that. I want to discuss the book and it was like 45 minutes of wine and chit chat, and 15 minutes of book. And that wasn't enough for me. So and how re- much, and how much drinking? A, like a lot, like a, a lot. lot. Yeah. Like, like, like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So I recently found a new book club, which has drinking, which is fine, but it is book centric. So that's where I'm at. And the book that they've chosen is a 2001 novel by charlene harris called dead until dark Mm -hmm. this is book one in the suki stackhouse novels that inspired the true blood series on hbo so have you heard of that before i've heard of the hbo series okay
1: it's you know the supernatural vampire stuff it's kind of you know doesn't let me sleep at night. So <laughs> I tend to, I tend to not kind of watch it,
0: you know. All right. Well, this is a big genre for me. This is a big deal oh, for me. I know. Yeah. Let me just tell you quickly a little bit about the book. It's it. The premise is that vampires have, they call it come out of the coffin. They've basically revealed themselves to humanity and they're living amongst them. They call it mainstreaming. And the reason that they're able to do this is because the Japanese have synthesized a blood drink for them. So it's kind of like the vampire version of Ensure. Does it have vanilla and chocolate? (laughs) No, it's got like O and A and B. Oh, and, so the, the blood types, yes, is different flavors? The flavors, exactly so. So oh. it, it'll it keep them alive. It's nutritious, but it's not exactly their preferred, you know, <laughs> they, they would rather bite people, but they don't have to, they can pay for that now. There's like a service that can be provided for that now. So, so they're out in the open and uh, kind of a subtext to this is that they're now fighting for their rights. They're fighting for the right to vote, to own property. And they're also dealing with themes of segregation, separate, but equal mixed relationships and all the prejudices that come around with that. So vampires are people too, huh? That's right. They may be dead, (laughs) but they're people too. People too. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of societal issues that go on in this book that are that are being brought about, and it takes place in a rural small town in Louisiana. So there's lots of very strong feelings about stuff. So so it's a really good premise, but it's also an adult novel for a while now. The genre has been a little bit flooded with like the teen vampire novels. I'm sure you've heard of Twilight. And, you know, and they're, and they're the vampire diaries and they're fine. And there's nothing wrong with them, but I prefer the adult versions of these books. And one of the reasons why I wanted to bring this up was because on the first page of this book, dead until dark, Mm -hmm. she mentions Anne Rice. Oh, yeah. And Anne Rice, and she just passed, right? she just passed in December, I know, and she's been near and dear to my heart for a very Mm -hmm. long time. Mm -hmm. The first vampire book I ever read was Interview with a Vampire that she wrote in 1976. But I read when I was in high school. And it was so good, but so scary had my cat on my lap because I was by myself and I was so freaked out. But I didn't want to put the book down. That's how good it was. Right. See, are, that's, that's why I don't watch it I because know. I can't sleep at I night know. when I, I do. It, yeah. it, it can be, it can be scary. I mean, it gives sure. you something to think about, you know? Sure. And I, I loved the whole Vampire Chronicles series that Anne Rice put out and it gave me this really grounded, respected foundation in vampire lore, which served me really well because for about 12 years with a partner, I had created some online role-playing games and two of them were vampire themed. Mm -hmm. And since they were text-based, you need to write a lot for that to keep the users engaged. And I had written some mythologies, having that respected foundation to start with really gave me a lot of credit. You know, people
1: really well you had good information
0: yeah I mean they yeah. were taking what I was using to build upon and yeah. and and really liking it you know it, yeah. it just gave me this credibility amongst that fan base and mm-hmm. and that was really valuable to me so I just wanted to say even though she's not around anymore thank you Anne. may you rest in peace I appreciate oh, you <laughs> definitely so all this has inspired me to go back and watch the True Blood series again, because well, it's sure. been a long time, you know, and it's, it's, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Oh,
1: cool. cool. Yeah. Well, talk about blood. This is leading me right into our uh, sense and nonsense, letter B theme. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's all about blood. Are you ready? Oh yeah.
0: Okay. All right. I'm ready. Yeah.
1: Okay. So first let me just say that I think most people realize that we have eight different types of blood.
0: Yeah. So we
1: have a B, a B and O, and then the positive series and the negative series, which consist of a total of eight different. Okay. Yeah. So here's my questions. You ready for sensor, sensor nonsense? Yes, I am. Okay. The most common blood type in the US is O positive. Sense or
0: nonsense? Mm. I would have to say the most common.
1: Yeah, I, O positive.
0: I would say nonsense.
1: Actually, it's sense. Oh. <laughs> it is, yeah, 39% of the population actually have O positive.
0: Well, that's a universal donor. I, I didn't yeah. think they would be so popular, but I guess well, they isn't are. Isn't that great that yeah. it is popular? Yeah.
1: Do you know? So, uh, right. okay. Ready for the second question. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a little off the wall, but okay. sense or nonsense cows have more than 500 types of blood 500. Five, 500. Yes. Okay. Sense or nonsense. That
0: can't be true. Nonsense. Actually cows <gasps> have over 800 types of what? blood. <laughs> yeah. So here's our
1: major blood types a b c f j l m r s t and z all of our initials are in there oh my god and then with the the group there's 60 antigens so if you do all the calculations it comes it equates to over 800 it's crazy (laughs) that's absurd but you know i guess it would be difficult for them to find a match for a uh you know blood transfusion or yeah yeah Yeah. you don't get a donor from now i wonder if
0: if different blood types taste differently
1: (laughs) oh you would have to ask um a vampire the vampire exactly (laughs) hey do they do they do do they do
0: animal blood too in that series they or do. is it just human? They do, huh? Yeah, yeah. Ew. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But not in the, not in the not in the synthetic. Oh, okay. But they do, you know. They like hunt Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: All right. So let me give you a couple. Uh, this one fact that I brought up that I thought was just uh, amazing. Okay. That octopuses and horseshoe crabs have blue blood. However, with the horseshoe crabs, the the blue is a protein that's called hemocyanin that transports the oxygen to the blood. And that's why the, that blood's actually blue. But, okay. but more so uh, scientists have developed this, they extract the blue blood, okay? And they found that that is sensitive to toxic bacteria, which leads into them using that to check for contaminations in vaccines. What? It's like, how did they come up with stuff like this? It's wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, another fact that I wanted to bring up because this involves you and me. Okay. Is that number one, people with type O blood have the lowest risk of heart disease. However, people with B and AB have the highest. Doesn't it? Great. Bigger. Thanks. Yes, I like, come. On. We both have, bl- we have we We both have big. Know. I know. Come on. All right. So I got one last one last question, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Sense or nonsense. All chimpanzees have type A blood. Just just type A? Just type A. All chimpanzees. Nonsense. <laughs> oh. Come I on. Thought these are easy. I thought these were easy. They all have type A. And goril- uh, gorillas all have type B.
0: What the hell? How do cows have five hundred? Over, over, over oh, 800. eight hundred. Yeah. How do they have eight hundred? And in chimpanzees and gorillas have one. Not a clue. <laughs> oh Not my a clue. God. Well, oh I good. failed this version of sense and nonsense. I get it. Yeah, a- but
1: last time you did really good. So yeah, I, I, I think that. you're batting five hundred. Oh my goodness. Hey,
0: five hundred is not bad. Come yes, on. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, so since we're speaking of blood and some gross stuff with blood, <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about my pet peeve. Oh, okay. Good. Cause, cause I can parlay the, the yeah. grossness of blood since yeah. you just kind of got grossed out by the animal blood thing.
1: <laughs> all right. So you go first, then I'll do my pet peeve.
0: All right. All right. My pet peeve is barfing in film and TV. The act of barfing or yes. the actual barfing, yeah,
1: both, both. Okay. Yeah,
0: yeah. I cannot stand. This has like become like a very commonplace thing that people are constantly like barfing on TV shows and in and in films. Now it's all over the place. And it's a thing. <laughs> it, I cannot stand. This is repugnant to me, and I spend. Like I know if they're drinking, I'm, um, I'm, I'm nervous the whole You're guaranteed. time. Yeah. Cause if, if it only happens once I'm lucky, you know, and it's the thing that I remember most. That's the thing that stays with me the most about any kind of episode or film. That's the thing. Not so, the blood,
1: and, not the blood and
0: guts. No, the I, I I could not give a crap less about the blood and guts. You're kidding but me. It's the bar thing. It's. <laughs> disgusting it is I'm, just disgusting you don't i'm just so to used to barfing from the cats the cats yeah, barf but, like all the time yeah my cat does too but no the people people doing people it barf. people it's disgusting man and like the, the reason i bring this up is because it just it just happened on young sheldon Recently, okay, and the kid ODs on candy and soda. He's out of the influence of his mom for the first time. He's in college. Oh, that's right. He he's he's in college. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah, and he's hanging. I haven't, out. I haven't
1: watched the new episodes. Yeah,
0: yeah. He's hanging out with these new cronies, and they're playing D anD D, and he just he totally eats too much. And so, of course, he gets a stomach ache. So, you know, it's coming. It's of course coming. And he does. They don't show it, but you can hear it. And thank (laughs) you very much. I just friggin' (laughs) ain't. You know, I just got done with my dinner. This is not what I want to be hearing. As not, and when I watch young Sheldon, it's like like, contagious too. You know, when one person oh, it just it just turns my stomach. Like I am sitting down to be entertained, to relax and be entertained. I don't want to have to deal with this. (laughs) And I don't understand why it's become so common to put it in. Like it's a realism thing or something. It's like I don't need that. I don't want that in my programming. And what's worse is you can never tell when it's coming because, you know, they give you warnings for language or smoking or adult themes or photosensitive light flashing and whatever, but they don't give you any heads up about that. I guess they think it's funny. It's not funny. It is (laughs) not funny. It is not funny. It is not entertaining. And I am perfectly fine without it. I don't Mm -hmm. need that for realism. I spend right. my life trying to avoid this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's it's just uh it's such a pet peeve. It's yeah. More than a pet peeve actually. It's like, it really bugs me oh. that this has become a thing. Yeah.
1: Okay, so I'm going to let you know what mine is. All right. Okay. It's the constant usage of breaking news. <laughs> okay. All right. So, these network news channels so you have breaking news like at nine o'clock or something Mm -hmm. and then you turn on that channel again later in the day and the same news is breaking yeah then three o'clock breaking news same stuff (laughs) five o'clock breaking news six o'clock breaking news it's like okay how many times does news have to break Uh uh-huh you know, it's old news. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's built, it's built into network weather stations and it's Mm -hmm. built into sports. Mm -hmm. I just had breaking news Mm -hmm. about Tom Brady of which I wanted to talk about Tom Brady. Yeah. Okay. So breaking news. Yeah. He just retired. Yeah. Now Tom Brady has had a hell of a career. Oh, it's, yeah. almost a Cindy, it's almost a Cinderella story when you think about it. He was chosen by the Patriots in the sixth round, and he went 199th overall in the 2000 draft.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So with the Patriots, he took 17 divisional titles. He went to 13 AFC championship games, nine Super Bowl appearances, of which he won six of them with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, he went from the Patriots to the Tampa Bay Bucks, which I appreciate because Mm -hmm. I'm a Jet fan. Mm -hmm. And as much as I respect and like Tom Brady, you know, he had he had to move on from the Patriots. Yeah. (laughs) You know, having him on the other side was it was a nightmare. Yeah. So then he went over to the Bucks in 2020. Took him all the way to the Super Bowl and won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So that makes 10 Super Bowl appearances and seven Super Bowl rings he has.
0: Yeah, the guy's got nothing left to prove.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nothing. So arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. Oh, and yeah. I'm just going to compare him to who is right behind him in, those, in that category. Bart Starr with the Packers had five.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: John Montana had 4 Mm-hmm. Terry Bradshaw had four Mm -hmm. love Terry Bradshaw by the way I loved I loved all these quarterbacks (laughs) yeah Yeah. so I you know and this last game that he had I'm sure it was heartbreaking it was Mm -hmm. the divisional round against the Rams and he's like the comeback kid right in the in the third quarter they were down 27 to three Mm -hmm. and at the end of the third quarter you just saw Tampa Bay just kind of click
0: mm-hmm.
1: they started driving mm-hmm. he throws he throws a pass to uh Gronkowski he threw ball up the middle with um Fournette mm-hmm. and Mike Evans catches a nice pass I mean they were just clicking he was taking them down with like less than a minute to go he had them at 27 27 time wow. and you were like okay this is going to a- go into overtime yeah you know and it just had the feeling that he's going to he's going to bring them back in well, overtime. He's
0: like famous for that. He's absolutely famous for that fourth like quarter. I said, yeah. come back
1: kid. Yeah. You know? However, the Rams got the ball. Stafford drove the Rams right down. They kicked a field goal with four seconds left. Mm-hmm. 30 to 27 rams won tampa bay lost do
0: you think that might stick in his craw though that his last game is going to be a loss there was
1: so much speculation on what's he going to do is he going to retire is he coming back is he going to go on another team
0: yeah
1: you know so um good for him he retired i know that last game was a little heartbreaking but it was a great game yeah it was it was it's a walk-off field goal i mean that's a great game So here's our breaking news. After 22 seasons, it's official. Tom Brady has decided to retire. Wow. I know. Do you think he's going to go into broadcasting? Well, there's a ton of rumors. And what's going on is that there is a big rumor about Troy Aikman going over to Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. Amazon now has the rights to Thursday night football. No kidding. So if he leaves Fox and goes over to Amazon, obviously there's a uh, vacancy there yeah. with Joe Buck. Yeah. And the other thing is that Tony Romo is getting all these accolades. So these other networks are kind of wanting to challenge the Tony Romo thing. Oh, it's a possibility. you know i mean you you just don't know what he's going to do if he's going to take some time off i can see him taking a year off but considering there's that vacancy that might just happen and that rumor about troy aikman is is very strong
0: so um so we'll see yeah speaking of joe buck i I just he's been announcing forever and that reminds me of of John Madden, just to say, oh, miss yeah. you. he just, yeah, he just yeah, passed yeah. in December. Stinks. He was, he, he was great in the replacements.
1: John oh, Madden. he, I, <laughs> I loved him in the replacements. <laughs> yeah. That's what you know, that's one yeah. of my favorites. Mine yeah. too.
0: Yeah, for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, so good luck, Martin. Tom.
1: Whatever you decide to do, you've earned it. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we'll see him in five years in the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. For sure. He's going to go first round there.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So that'll make it the Hall of Fame class of 2027. And since Ben Roethlisberger just retired too, I'm sure that they'll both be inducted at the same time. Mm,
0: Makes sense. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what Tom Brady does next. Yeah. Do you think, you know, I asked you about broadcasting, but do you think he might coach? Well, if if he does decide to go that route, I'm
1: going to say he's definitely going to take a a year off. Uh Uh-huh. But I actually did a little research on that and there is one head coach mm-hmm. right now who was a full-time player and that's Mike Vrabel from the uh, Titans. There's another one, Cliff Kingsbury. He's on the Cardinals, but he never, he was drafted by the Patriots, but he never played a regular season game. And what's really strange is how many Um, coaches now I'm not talking about head coaches. I'm talking about like, uh, defensive line coaches, uh, quarterback coaches, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. have come through the Patriot system really a lot. As a matter of fact, the Jets have one Andre Carter. He came through to pay. He was a Patriot.
0: Holy mackerel.
1: Yeah. So there's something I, I get where you're coming from. There's something to be said about, you know, somebody coming through the Patriot system and being a coach. Yeah. Is it possible? I guess anything's possible, but I think the broadcasting might be more along his lines. Yeah, I, I do. That's, that's cool. Just a, yeah, that's just a personal thought. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think we'll hear something within if it's broadcasting, it'll be soon.
0: Yeah. All right. If it's if
1: it's coaching, my gut feeling is that it'll be sometime next year. Well, maybe we'll have some more breaking news on that. Breaking news. <laughs> I know. I know. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, since, since we're talking about retiring and we just brought up John Madden, I wonder mm-hmm. if this would be a good place to talk about um, Betty White and B. Arthur. Cause we had oh. discussed talking about them. Yeah.
1: We're, we're kind of 86ing our favorite series yeah. and uh just discussing some of the things that are important to both of us. Yeah. and that, that we like so much. So, yeah, why not? Let's let's dive into uh Betty White and B Arthur. All right.
0: Yeah. So this is a tough one. This is a tough one. Where to begin with these women? Um my first exposure to them was on Golden Girls as Rose Nylund and Dorothy Zbornak you know, and I just, and you, and you know, with me was
1: uh, Betty White on
0: game shows mm-hmm. and then be Arthur on Maud. Yeah. Oh God, Maud. All right. <laughs> so I love Maud first of all, but my son <laughs> loves the theme song to Maud. He will play that over and over and over again. He'll watch the show, but ben he'll play, yeah, <laughs> he'll play that theme song a good five times before he watches the show. And I love that he watches it because the content is phenomenal. It's great content. I'm
1: laughing because I remember the opening. And Maud just shows up and Maud just shows up and there she is again. Yeah. You know? yeah. I, I, I love Bea Arthur. I, I, really. I do too.
0: She mm-hmm. always played that strong, smart mm-hmm. character. Yep. She, loud. Yeah, loud. loud. God will get you for that, Walter. Or <laughs> The best one is I'll tear your heart out. <laughs> was like, she, was oh so good. she was so good. She, she was so good, Maud. She was so good. And I loved the, the content of that show because it was a Norman Lear program. So he mm-hmm. cultivated that whole culture of, you know, questioning and racial equality and women's rights. And she you know, was a liberal boy. Oh boy, was she ever! Well, she know.
1: started her character started in All in the Family, right? And they, then they did the spinoff and did Maud from there, right? Because she was so popular on on All in the Family.
0: Well, I, she's she's just so funny. Yeah, she's so funny and the way she can land a line and then give the look that is just well that's with both of them that's what that's what
1: made them so great in golden girls because you had both of them with their the the genius of their comedic timing yes and their and both of them had Uh that had their look yeah their look alone it's it's
0: hysterical well, it's 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 that, and it's the way that they played off of each other. I mean, first of all, Betty White is so smart, and yeah. so is B. But Betty's so smart, and then she plays this kind of like a dumb dumb on Golden Girls to be Arthur's very streetwise, smart teacher, New Yorker. You know, and the cl- that clash was just priceless. It was. You know, it was priceless. And I and and watching Blanche Rue McClanahan's character just like grab Dorothy grab her arm when rose said something stupid because you know she's like playing for strength you know?
1: that's, right. that's right either that or she's waiting for her
0: for her to get out of the room so she could talk about her yeah it's like really it was it was just so good ryan reynolds had said that the the scripts for golden girls were only 35 pages long because they had to leave so much space for laughter and <laughs> the looks like the looks they got their own sections in the script. That's how impactful they were. And I'm watching these programs, and they're still good. They're still oh, good.
1: They hold up. Absolutely. 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 You know what I really liked with the Betty White character is all her Norwegian <laughs> terms, her <Our> Viking stuff. <laughs> yeah, Vlugger 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 Vlugger. Vlugger. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what a great show.
0: It's just so good. And it was the first time that we really saw women, especially older women talking about their sexuality, their dating lives, you know, worrying about their futures and yeah. how they're we going took to support a, we, themselves. And we took a peek into their kitchen table discussions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. the, all four of them were so brilliant. They were so they really, good. It was really just, work. it was a phenomenal setup, but it was interesting for me to first have exposure to Rose Nylon to then go back and see Betty White on the Mary Tyler Moore show playing yeah. Sue Ann Nevins, who yeah. is just a completely opposite.
1: Oh, no doubt. Character. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah.
0: She was a lot younger too, but yeah, yeah but no, still, I mean, no doubt. Yeah. She was so sassy and sexy. Really? She was sexy on that show. Yeah. You know,
1: did you, When I did some uh, research on Betty White, because we were going to talk about her, did you realize that the reason why she went into radio to begin with is, um, and this is back in the 40s, Mm -hmm. is because the, I guess the talent scouts, whoever, felt that she wasn't photogenic enough to do TV. Isn't that ridiculous? That's
0: absurd. And you know something? I, that just reminded me, Judy Dench had the same thing. She was a stage actor and they told her that she didn't have a face for television or and film. That's yeah. You You're know, talking about these incredible women. How dare you?
1: I know. I know it. And, you know, you got to think also, was that just an excuse for them not to tell her that she's a woman and that we don't want a woman?
0: You know, maybe, but even if that's the case, she stomped them because life of oh. Elizabeth was so incredible and so yeah. groundbreaking. And she did like everything for that show. She yeah. wrote, she produced, she sang, she did commercials. She, yeah. she ran yeah. the whole thing. Yeah. Did you see
1: any, when you did some research on her, did you see any excerpts from, um
0: from that show? I saw her sing a couple of songs. I saw mm-hmm. her do a couple of commercials. Oh, so, okay. And, so you yeah, saw that. Yeah. 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 And she was like, amazing. She was good. Yeah, she, she was, good. was so good. And she was seamless. She went yeah. from singing a, uh, a song on the program to right into a commercial yeah. to then Very doing like an interview. I mean, she mm-hmm. was incredible. And she was yeah. doing this for hours and hours. Yeah. Um, yeah. What I also liked about her, Miss Betty White, was that there was a black guy, a black tap dancer on that yeah. show. Yeah. And when it got picked up and aired in the South, there was a big hubbubaloo about that.
1: Right, NBC picked it up and made it national, mm-hmm. and then the southern stations wanted to boycott it yes. because of the yeah of the black yeah. uh, tap dancer. Terrible, yeah, just terrible. And she
0: was like, mm, "Live with it,
1: live it's, with it." Yes, was her, yeah, that's yeah, good for. I her. mean, good inc- for, her. and incredible. and I think she took that all the way throughout her whole career.
0: You know, I would imagine. Cause she's, she's quite the standing, activist.
1: Yeah. Standing yeah. up for women's rights, standing up for equal rights,
0: standing up for animal rights. Yep. Uh, how awesome. Awesome yeah. lady. <laughs> Speaking of animal rights, I saw her somewhere up there in her eighties. Uh, or maybe even her nineties. There was, there's a little clip of her sitting with a bear mm. feeding that bear marshmallows. Nice. And this bear <laughs> is loving on Betty white as if she's the teddy bear, you know, he, she, she's first, first, of all, she's so calm sitting there feeding a bear. Uh-huh. And he's just taking them and licking her face and licking her and oh. she's just calm and whatever. Oh. Cause I found out that when she was a kid, she used to take these like month long camping trips with her family, with her parents, and they would okay. just live off the land. So she was so completely comfortable in the wild.
1: Talk about down to earth. I yeah. know. Yeah. Did you hear about the Betty Wade challenge that they did in this, you know, in January? No, no, I didn't. For her birthday. Uh Uh-huh. January 17th. They asked people to donate to animal welfare organizations. So uh,
0: I wonder how they did. I'm sure they did well. I'm I'm sure they did. Yeah, Yeah. I'm sure they did. Yeah. But she was on um, in this movie, The Proposal with Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Okay. and she was ryan's grandmother in that movie oh yeah and she I, did, loved- I
1: haven't seen that but oh, that, that, that it, sounds it, like something i'd want to watch because yeah. i like everybody there yeah. yeah
0: it's it's worth it if you if you if you can get it okay. um she did not like sandra bullock's character and she's giving no. a real hard time <laughs> no she's she's very sassy in it she's very very quick and she's given just given sandra bullock's character a hard time every which way and developed a really great relationship with ryan reynolds and since that movie she kept every time she goes on a talk show or whatever she'd be like he's obsessed with me he's in love with me <laughs> and i <laughs> i have to keep turning him down because i'm holding out for robert redford <laughs> oh, oh.
1: i've heard ryan reynolds talk about betty White. yeah he loves her he, yeah. he loves her yeah absolutely. yeah absolutely i think he i think he loved the golden girls he he oh, grew up yeah. on that, right? Yeah, yeah, on yeah. That. Well, he's yeah. my
0: age, so yeah, yeah, that's right about yeah, right in there. Yeah. And uh, you know, I always, I always felt a little bad for her because you know, I know she lost her husband when he was young, and then Helen she never, Ludden. yeah, yeah, she never remarried. Well, um, she.
1: There was a quote from her saying something to the effect of, "Well, when you've had the best, yeah. what's the what's the use of yeah, uh, yeah? Have you ever seen her in Hot in Cleveland? That that yeah. show that she did."
0: I actually seen a, a few clips of it and, and I used to watch that here and there. I saw a clip with her and um, Carl Reiner. Oh, really? it was it was just phenomenal watching the two of them work together. There was like no script. They just like let them sit there and do their oh my thing. God. Oh and my it was God. just oh, my God. It was, he's another genius. He's boy. Another one that just mm-hmm. that just went. I, it's one of those series that I'm going to have to go back and look at because there are good people in that series. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, that. me too. Very much. Yeah. yeah.
0: Speaking of great collaborations, B. Arthur starred with Angela Lansbury in maine back in the day and they both won tony's for that
1: yeah on broadway that yeah that's, i think that's where be arthur started i i think so too i think yeah, so i think too. she started on broadway and betty white started in radio exactly
0: yeah. and their friendship was lifelong i mean that that show B. sparked a lifelong yeah. Lansbury, yeah 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 lifelong friendship there yeah awesome <laughs>
1: So whenever I think of collaborations, I think of the most legendary one, which is in music. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about our favorite band. Okay. Letter B, of course. Yeah. The Beatles and a collaboration of Lennon and McCartney.
0: Absolutely.
1: I've seen a lot of Beatles stuff on TV lately because of the documentary that was just released in November.
0: Get back. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Peter Jackson's been on those talk shows. He's doing the rounds. So I've been seeing... couple clips here a couple clips there i've only seen the trailer i haven't seen the whole documentary because i don't have disney plus
0: well you gotta have a kid for that really well yeah yeah (laughs) and and i know you've seen i've seen the whole thing baby oh you you've seen the whole thing all of it yeah oh awesome. all seven hours and 48 minutes wow yeah it's it's a big one. It took well, me a couple of weekends to get through. I mean, considering
1: he had like a ton of footage, like
0: I, like about sixty hours, yep, of, and audio like hundreds, right? Right, right. So much so that sometimes they had to splice footage they already used together to yeah. like make a shot because there was the audio for it but there was no video representation so they tell you flat out in the beginning sometimes they're going to use pictures sometimes they're going to reuse the video just to show you who was in the conversation
1: wow and it yeah. took
0: him it took him like four years yeah it took him a long time
1: yeah. wow yeah but it was wow. in good
0: hands i'm glad he, oh, he's the one who did it
1: no doubt and yeah. i gotta tell you something the the trailer is awesome
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's it gave me goosebumps yeah And it, it also choked me up Oh yeah,
0: seeing them, you know, I mean, it's like brings back so many memories. Well, you know, for me, it was incredible to watch these people that have been a part of my life for as long as I can remember. Well, sure. And they were just being who they were after such a long time away. Like I haven't Mm -hmm. seen them in so long, you know, it's not the same as watching a movie because it's just them being them interacting with each other in in a raw way. Right. So it was just amazing to watch.
1: It's almost like bringing
0: out family footage. Yes. You know? For, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's cool. like home movies. That's what yeah, it was yeah, like. Yeah. 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 But cool. the, I mean, for people who you've known, as long yeah. as you've known your family.
1: It's not like we know them. But right. We know what we, we know them. them. Yeah. yeah. It's almost like their family. When it you is. About it, yeah. You got it. Extended. You brought, right. You yeah. brought them into your home, you know, onto your stereo, onto yeah. your TV yeah
0: yeah into your life in so many ways and and in really meaningful ways as well not just you know superficially like deep meaningful ways like bawling your eyes out kind of ways music will do that to you absolutely so if you're if you're into the beatles or into song making at all Mm -hmm. it's definitely eye-opening to watch these guys just be geniuses at work and it is worth your time but if I've you're,
1: got, I've got to see this, I
0: know we, we've, we've yeah. got a, you've, we've got a pull of marvelous and this is major. You got to come over, but if, if like for viewers <laughs> that aren't yeah, <laughs> if you're not really into song making because it, it, it can be a little tedious. There's a lot of repetition into making these songs work out. Sure. Um, watch the last episode because it's a three-part series and that last episode, it's, less repetition because I've got a lot worked out and you see them they're more comfortable they've Mm kind of settled into what they're doing and they're kind of reaching the end and you can see they're goofing around with each other more well they were just silly well they were silly but they were also serious I mean I, I would say it's probably a maybe a 60 40 split With With, goofy and serious, yeah, on the goofy goofy side, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because sometimes it it was, I was like, it's amazing they ever got anything done. Yeah. But then when they were like working, they were working. So
1: I can I can see that. Have you ever seen any of their movies? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could see how silly they
0: were. Oh well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) they were supposed to be being silly then. Exactly. So, guys, just be silly yeah yeah (laughs) but but they weren't always in this I mean they were there were some times when it was pretty intense watching John and Paul is an incredible thing they 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 knew each other for so long that they had this shorthand that it was to the point where you almost couldn't follow it because they weren't saying anything what like they were telepathic
1: they're like 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 almost twins like almost a twin thing yeah like they're
0: talking to each other but they're not saying anything yeah for real but by the end of the conversation they both know what just happened Mm -hmm. it's it's incredible to watch and you gotta think that it must've been kind of isolating for George Harrison and Ringo Starr Cause they were kind of left out of that. I know they weren't, you know, so much involved in the song making for a long time, Right. but there is a definite dynamic between Paul McCartney and John Lennon. Like the two well, of them had like a soulmate brother thing happening there.
1: Lennon and McCartney. There yeah. you go.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's so cool. Yeah. You know, I gotta tell you, I'll never forget when, um, they played on the Ed Sullivan show the first time. Mm-hmm. In fact, it was your dad came home from school mm-hmm. and told us, "Oh, we got to watch Ed Sullivan on Sunday." Yeah. And uh, there's this new band; they're called the Beatles. We got to watch them, yeah. and we all gathered around the TV, waiting for Ed Sullivan. I think it was on at eight o'clock on CBS, um, and it was so powerful, and the girls were just screaming. Uh huh. That I don't even know if any of us fell asleep after that, but I can remember the next day of school and I was in first grade, mm-hmm. went to school and that's all we were all talking about. We were talking about the Beatles. Mm-hmm. In fact, in fact, my um, first grade school, the class picture. Mm mm-hmm the kids, we all loved the Beatles, you know, yeah. at that time. Yeah. One of the kids had this huge, huge pin. I mean, you know, a little kid with like a, a, a six inch diameter pin <laughs> on him. And you could see it in a class picture. It's like, it's the beetle pin. Yeah. Know? Yeah. So uh, that's how impactful
0: they were to, to all of us during that time. Sure. Well, my mom has told me stories about watching the Ed Sullivan show when the Beatles were on, mm-hmm. and everybody watched. All the kids watched, all the adults watched. And they were on a couple of times. And if they were out over somebody else's house for dinner or whatnot, when the Ed Sullivan show came on, everybody stopped, everybody sat down and everybody watched. And it's incredible that the reach that they had was from a first generation? grader yeah generation yeah. and as yeah. a matter of fact in get back they when they finally do the concert on the rooftop at the end love that concert yeah i mean it was great it got that they got shut down by the cops <sighs> you know when i watched the
1: trailer they were talking about wanting to do a concert where you're not supposed to so yeah. they kind of they kind of wanted to have something like off limits that yeah they
0: they, but they knew that they would get away with it because they're the Beatles. Well, they didn't get away with it. I mean, the their road manager, Mal Evans, he stalled for as long as possible, really. I mean, the cops showed up pretty quick on the the, the people at the street level. There was a guy with a microphone asking people on the street, do you like this? What's happening? And all kinds of people, some people said no they're disturbing really? the peace. Yeah. They're disturbing oh, the peace yeah. and whatever, but the majority of people, gonna have somebody, I know right? they were complaining. <laughs> um, but the majority of people were delighted by it. And mm-hmm. those people ranged from like teens to older folks, 80 years old saying, Oh yeah, I love the Beatles Yeah, They're great. They're this. And as a matter of fact, one of the people was this older man. And the interviewer asked him, would you want one of your daughters to date a Beatle? And he was like, of course, (laughs) you know, they're good guys and they've got money. (laughs) Of course I would. (laughs) But, but it was, it's such a good documentary. And especially in the last uh, the last section of it, you really see them being comfortable, but also drifting apart from one another. Oh, you can really sure, see that. Sure. Um, I mean, earlier George, well, Harrison, George left. Yeah. George left during that taping. Yeah, exactly. And I didn't yeah. know that happened, but he did. And they had to talk I, I to did him
1: because Peter Jackson mentioned it when he's he doing the rounds and I was watching him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They had to, they went and talked to him the first time and that was a no go. It took, it took two sessions to convince him to come back. And then later on in, in this third installment, he's talking to John about wanting to do something by himself, wanting to do an album with just his own songs on it. So there were rumblings, you know. Yeah.
1: You know, Yoko, I gotta admit, I, I love George Harrison's stuff too. I do too.
0: I do too. I, I love yeah, them all. I love, I love absolutely. them all individually, all together. I love them all. Absolutely. I agree yeah. 100%. And, um, you know, Yoko's in there. And she is right up in there with the band the whole time. You know, the other wives are kind of sitting in the back, but she's right there, right next to John. No, no. Right between uh, John and Paul. You know, I
1: got to see this Sitting right in there.
0: And, uh, you know, her presence is intrusive. She doesn't say much. She doesn't do much. But she's there. And you you just got to think that helped. Make The wedge bigger, you know, it's
1: hard to collaborate with a bandmate when you have interference in between. Yeah. It's just very hard. It is. It's tough.
0: It's tough. I mean, I, I dated a guy who was in a band for, for a long time for years and years. And, you know, we were at band practice every week and we were in the studio and all the girlfriends and everything were together, but you just give them space. You don't sit up with them. You give them the space that they need to work what they need out, and when sure. you're in the studio, you're there, but you're in the background, and you, you're supportive, and you give your opinion when they ask or when it's well, needed. Well, and that's
1: but- and that's what you're supposed to yeah. do when you're 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 the other half. Yeah, you know, you, yeah. you stay in the background, and when you're asked, that's that's when you uh, yeah yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when I was in a band, no spouses, no girlfriends, no boyfriend. Nope.
0: Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not at all.
1: not yeah. at all. It was just the band and that's it.
0: I get that. But you know, we were younger and growing up together, mm-hmm. we didn't have that kind of thing, you know, Um, but we didn't really need to because you just, you just hung back. No, I was, I was in bands when I was like 17, 18. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, I, we, boyfriends and girlfriends. No, not allowed oh no we never had that but no, never. but it was never an issue even yeah. they even had um linda linda mccartney before that they were married they had um her little girl heather was in yeah. the studio yeah, with yeah, them yeah, yeah, running yeah. around yeah first yeah. of all she's That's a darling. In the trailer yeah That's in the, yeah she's a darling and it was um, she yeah she had the run of the place and she had all of them wrapped around her little finger <laughs> um it was so cute but she yoko was singing doing her guttural singing what Ah, yeah she's not even singing but doing that and heather saw her do it and so then she started doing it in the microphone it was really cute but the the thing is really funny because john's teasing her about eating cats She's like, no, you can't eat cats. And he's like, oh, people eat cats; they're good, you know. She's like, no, oh my no, God. my cat has spots. He's like, oh, well, you don't eat the ones with spots. <laughs> and oh. he's like, yeah, he's totally busting her chops. And yeah, he had a great it, sense of humor. They yeah, all did. They, they all, all did. They all did
1: exactly. I think George less. George is yeah. more quiet. Yeah, I had yeah. seen him on an interview with Dick Cavett, and he went on. He's like, you know, I really have nothing to say. I'm pretty boring, you know. <laughs> yeah. And Dick Cavett's like, yeah, I'll fill it in. Don't
0: yeah, worry. Yeah, yeah. Right. He, he, I would say so, but he's not without his sense of humor. I mean, right. he, he, it, right. it, you can see it in this. He's silly, just like yeah. the rest of them.
1: Yeah. Um, I've seen the rooftop concerts a couple of times, mm-hmm. and I just got breaking news here. Oh, breaking news! <laughs> breaking news from hubby. Okay, it, it gave me a little note that that rooftop concert's going to be on TV, in a this week so i I gotta look that up
0: awesome yeah Yeah. um it's it's 42 minutes long and you can see they're just freezing they're just freezing oh yeah they're freezing you know even john says at one point like i don't know if i can play chords anymore my hands are so cold (sighs) before the cops shut them down Mm -hmm. it was really fun to see them playing they looked like they it's their last one but they looked like they were having a really good time you know oh yeah and and it was really nice to see that their final one was a good one you know it was it was kind of improv too I mean it was up to the last minute they were making this decision because Paul didn't want to do it so no kidding really no but John and Ringo wanted to do it because Paul and George didn't want to do it so I don't know what transpired to like turn the tide on that yeah but yeah. um so but they were all having fun they had fun i i was so impressed with them
1: bringing in billy preston oh yeah because he was just he just added so much and it, yeah. it just it just showed not only the genius of the beatles but the genius of billy preston too
0: absolutely i he mean he slid just right ju- in. he just
1: jumped right in
0: Absolutely.
1: Yeah, and, I love I love
0: that yeah. co- collaboration with him. He, you know, he was the fifth Beatle. He was, and they were actually talking about that in in the documentary. Oh, did they? they yeah. Didn't bring
1: that up, they didn't bring that up on the trailer at all. Yeah, you know?
0: yeah. Well you know yeah.
1: but do, yeah so they were so talking about that do.
0: yeah they were talking about that they were talking about paying it was like has, has anybody even asked billy if he's okay coming every day and what are we gonna pay him you know i mean they were t- they were talking about it, it oh, was a i'm sure he was thrilled are you kidding me he was oh. a young kid he was thrilled oh. he yeah. i mean he had the biggest smile on his face the whole time <laughs> he was happy to be there yeah, they were happy absolutely. to have him i mean they knew what they were getting it's not sure. like they were sure. trying to take advantage they knew mm-hmm. what he had yeah. So yeah, awesome. yeah. It was great. He, I, we're gonna have to pull like a marvelous Mrs. Maisel marathon or something. You're gonna have to come over and we'll we'll, we'll okay. watch them because yeah. it's worth it's worth it to see because yeah. it does pull on your heartstrings to see them oh. doing that. I have to bring some tissues. <laughs> well, it's not like they're it's a crying moment, but it does choke you up. It's like, yeah. oh, man, they well, were like so I said, amazing. I was choked together. up with the trailer, yeah. <laughs>
1: you know? Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. And to see them young and goofy and doing their thing and right plus it's my favorite look for Paul. and yeah yeah. oh yeah it's my favorite what's your what's your favorite Beatle album I would have to say if if you're gonna force me to an album that it would Mm -hmm. be the white album great album yeah
1: my favorite was Sgt. Pepper
0: so good they're so good so good they're so good I know I, I love singing them um, oh, me too. <laughs> they're so much fun, especially Sgt. Pepper's. That's a fun song saying they're just they're just so good. There's so many songs. I was actually asking my mom about this. How many thousands of songs do you think are in Paul McCartney's head? Oh, my God. His own. Uh, oh, other people
1: could just sit at the piano and just rattle off a new song.
0: I mean, that guy's amazing. Incredible.
1: That guy's incredible. amazing. If I if I had one person living
0: mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> who. To me, it's Paul McCartney. Well, did you see um the carpool karaoke with James Corden? I did. Oh, I did. That was
1: phenomenal. That was incredible. What was and then they go to the pub. Oh. And they Can you, perform. Can, you can you imagine being one of the oh people my god. at the
0: bar at the oh pub? My god. It's like, oh my god, that's Paul McCartney. Oh my god, he's gonna sing. Or just walking down the street and hearing that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because it's he's so distinctive when they were doing in, in Get Back, they were on the street and they were interviewing people. And this guy goes to this girl, do you know who this is? She's like, yeah, it's the Beatles. And, yeah. and she's like, that's obviously Paul McCartney just singing. You can't fake him. He's a very distinctive voice. He's very yes. distinctive. I mean, mm-hmm. he's got like six voices, but, <laughs> but each one of them is very distinctive and they're his and you know yeah. it instantly. Also, Paul McCartney just did a thing with uh, Rick Rubin. For Hulu, called uh, McCartney Three Two One, where they kind of break down a bunch of Beatles songs and listen to oh, them track like track. To see that. I don't have Hulu. Oh <laughs> well, we'll have to. You'll have to come over for that too, because it, it's really cool. Like they're 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 isolating the vocal tracks. They're isolating some of the instruments, and he's oh, talking about cool. yeah, he's talking about their decision making and all kinds of stuff. It's really awesome. It's very much worth the time so we'll definitely have to set up a time to do that well did you see
1: mccartney inducted the foo fighters yes. to the uh, rock and roll hall of fame that yes. was a couple months ago that was awesome yeah
0: he said that his career and dave Grohl's career were very similar in nature you know they both started with certain bands and then kind of tragedy yeah. struck oh, sure. sure and then yeah. they went out on their own and they had to mm-hmm. do this thing and so there were a lot of similarities between the two of them and yeah. you know Dave Grohl loves the Beatles and Paul Of parties. course, of oh course. absolutely, yeah, yeah. It, it's obvious in the Foo oh, Fighters yeah.
1: songs, you know. Well, uh, I like they they like Queen too.
0: Oh, absolutely! Yeah. But Dave Grohl did um, a couple of years ago. I think it was at the Academy Awards when they did with the in memoriam. Mm-hmm. He sat and he did an acoustic version of Blackbird. Oh, nice! And it was it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, Love come on. The Foo Fighters, too. absolutely, yeah. absolutely.
1: um, let's talk about our favorite TV show. All right. Let's do that. Are you ready? Yeah. It's the big bang theory. It's the big bang theory. Yeah, definitely. One of my my favorite shows, but definitely my favorite letter B show. Absolutely. Without a doubt. 12 seasons. And I hated to see that. end. I really did.
0: I was really, I was really sad. I understood why Jim Parsons wanted to stop. Oh, well, sure. But I was like, oh man, it was so it was such a reliably funny show. And it and it was getting good with everybody's
1: relationships. Yeah. I mean, it was good from the beginning. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but I mean it was just evolving
0: with everybody's relationships. Absolutely. I mean, Howard, you know, wasn't cringeworthy anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel bad for poor Raj because he never found human love. Oh, but he found doggy love. He cinnamon. <laughs> cinnamon. I mean, that oh. poor dog. Oh, I know <laughs> what that poor, what do you put that poor dog yeah. through? Yeah, I
1: know. I know. But it was,
0: it was a fabulous show to watch for so long because first of all, I'm a nerd and I love oh. the fact that they made fun of, but also celebrated nerd culture. Sure. And I really appreciated that. Sure. You know what I really liked? um
1: all the special guests that came on oh, yeah. and the stars that they had for the parents like Christine oh, yeah. Baranski oh, yeah. I I love her I yeah. love, I love her. the
0: fact that she's Leonard's mom and yeah. she gets along yeah. better with Sheldon than she does with Leonard <laughs> for, sure. <laughs> yeah. for sure they like call each other and he sends her flowers yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> well and how about with um Sheldon's mom, Lori Metcalf.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Penny calls her up all the time.
0: Oh yeah, well, like, she has. To. I'm going to call your mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's her. That's her ace in the hole. Yeah. I mean, she can get away with anything if she calls Sheldon's mom. Yeah, yeah.
1: And and the thing with um, Bernadette, mm-hmm. the vo- the voice that she does, I almost have to put on caption, whatever that is, CC. Yeah. I, I almost have to put that on because sometimes I just can't figure out what she says. And she, she talks fast and mm-hmm. she talks
0: into, in that, that tone. It's very high. It's, yeah, very, it's
1: very high. Yeah. And it's
0: very fast. It's like a little girl. Although when they first got together, she was doing the Howard <laughs> that his mom was doing. I miss that.
1: I do too. When they were yelling at each other back yeah. and forth over the
0: pancakes, yeah, yeah. and he it would call lie. her, he would call her his mother. It was like he would slip. It's like, oh my god, yeah, so good. It it, it really was, and I love the fact that they had a good balance of women on that show. But the women yes. were also very smart. Like even even though Penny, Penny didn't even have a Penny, PhD, right, she was very emotionally intelligent, and mm-hmm. that helped balance sheldon out quite a lot i love well, the, the street smarts yeah. yeah i love the dynamic that they had um who so, was your favorite character my favorite character is sheldon he is my well, favorite well yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but but
1: i i really like penny
0: yeah i, I do. really too. did i really do i i she was the heart of the show really if if sheldon was the head she was the heart for sure you know who else i liked
1: mm. i liked stewart's character <laughs> And I even like ba- bowie Quipke,
0: Oh yeah. Kripke. <laughs> he's 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 awesome.
1: Yeah, both of those guys. I mean, um, there's just so just so many. And I yeah. and like I said, I love the the people that came on and Will Wheaton. Kept on oh, coming on his nemesis you know. for a his long ne- time. Ne- right, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Then became good friends with them, so that was yeah. cool.
1: Stephen Hawking. They oh. always talked about like Bill Gates and oh yeah, Steve
0: Hawking. And- yeah, I mean physicists, real Nobel Prize winning physicists were on that show. Yeah, you know George yeah. Smoot. Uh, these people. Are amazing, but but beyond the the incredible science that actually took place, because they had a consulting physicist that would help them with all these equations and everything, the sci-fi characters that were on, you know, you had William Shatner, yeah. you had Carrie Fisher, Nathan William, yeah. Mark Hamill. I mean, just tons and tons of them beyond parents I mean they had Mark Hamill officiate Sheldon and Amy's wedding for crying out loud
1: <laughs> that was that was great it was awesome uh, James Earl Jones was oh well. yeah
0: Neil deGrasse Tyson even though he's a yeah and how yeah. about Bob Bob Newhart oh Bob Newhart was the greatest as oh. Professor Proton and then Proton, Yoda yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Sheldon, this is your, this is your dream. <laughs> you I, I, I just, I just
1: love that show. And you know what? It's one of those shows that let's say that you're waiting for like a ball game to come on. Like I usually do like about seven or seven thirty, and you need that fill in mm-hmm. half hour or an hour. I'll, I can always rely either on a local channel or like TBS Mm-hmm. To have that it's, it's either big bang or Mike and Molly, you know, and you just catch an episode. I have seen every episode. I can't tell you how many times. Oh, and it yeah. just doesn't matter.
0: No, it doesn't. As a matter of fact, I, I've had all the seasons gifted to me and oh. I, all you know, of them. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you can watch them anytime and they're good. If you're oh, in a bad yeah. mood, you can watch yeah. them and you won't be in a bad mood anymore. Yeah. It's just, yeah. No matter no matter
1: which episode, they were all good.
0: They were all good. And I mean, yeah. some of them were really heartfelt, too, like when Sheldon hugs Penny for the first time because she got him Leonard Nimoy's oh, autograph man. on a napkin. It's like
1: and oh. and the look on her face. oh man. Like, oh, my God, he's yeah. hugging me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, right up into the last one where they get the prize and sheldon spends yeah. his whole time yeah, yeah, yeah. giving them accolades you know because he's messed with them so much over right. the, the previous two episodes you know these people are incredible and they were together a really long time 12 years is a long time yeah 12, to have a hit show 12 seasons yeah awesome
1: you know what i really like too that they brought in um amy Mm -hmm. and she's she's really a neuroscientist yeah in real life i mean she's she's a she is so smart in real life
0: Mm -hmm. and then her
1: parents her parents were um kathy bates and uh teller yeah yeah poor guy
0: that's yeah poor guy he's still not even getting any lines in this show (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think he had two (laughs) Uh,
1: yeah what a great show What a great cast and, you know, and supporting cast.
0: I love the fact that people were not afraid to go on it and and be a heightened version of themselves. Like when you're mentioning James Earl Jones, like they were geeking out over Star Wars and everything. And, you know, he's not like that in real life, but he was just playing. And I, I love that people wanted to go on that show and also had the freedom to do that and felt comfortable doing that. You know, because yeah. he was being silly. I mean, they were doing karaoke, for God's sakes. I know. <laughs> and also, I want to mention briefly, uh, this is another show that has an awesome theme song that little guy loved. He would come running when he heard it come on. And he do you know that they didn't, the bare naked ladies did not want to do that? Uh, yeah, because they didn't think they were going to get used. They thought they were going to go with somebody else. And that's something.
1: Oh, another person was LeVar Burton. Oh, was yeah. On there constantly.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just awesome. a favorite. Yeah, I love that he did not get along with them. <laughs> you know, they went to that party at Will Wheaton's house. Yeah. Yeah. And Brent Spiner was there and he opened up their toy and messed with their toys in the packaging. Oh, my God. They were so upset. <laughs> do,
1: you, do you remember when they were um, on their way to one one of the shows and they were dressed up and they parked
0: the car and then started doing some poses and then somebody steals the car from them yeah and they got a (laughs) a slurpee thrown at them or something like that yeah they're going to comic-con yeah, i think i think you're right yeah yeah, well, yeah. and let me tell you something. comic-con oh my god they they did such great makeup on them like yeah that was that leonard was great be, yeah leonard being captain picard he's like right. i'm sweating through my bald cap that was hilarious <laughs> oh, yes, and good. raj so being good. a wharf as a yeah, 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 oh my yeah. god it was so, so good, good. So it was good. so good yeah and then they had to go into that diner and sheldon was data right yeah yeah, yeah. of course Yeah, 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 they had to go into that diner. (laughs) That's actually,
1: that's actually the next generation is the one I really liked a lot. Don't get me wrong. I like the original Star Trek, but I really liked the next generation.
0: This is tough for me because William (laughs) Shatner, William Shatner, I know like a a favorite human being of mine since you were a little kid. Yeah, I think he was my first celebrity crush. Yeah, Yeah. I loved him so much but I really understood and grew up with the Next Generation cast. Mm -hmm. So yes, they have a very special place in my heart. And I would say that um, Will Riker was my favorite character on that because he had a lot of the similarities of Captain Kirk. Mm -hmm. And so he kind of took that space for me on that show because Picard was very professional and very good and he was great don't get me wrong I, I love Jean-Luc Picard but like Will yeah. Riker was a little bit more rebelish. he, he had mm-hmm. a beard and yeah he, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah 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 he played this you know the saxophone or the tr- no he played the trombone and he was very he, you know he was a little more roguish so I I liked him a lot on that show.
1: Isn't it funny that the Big Bang Theory discussion turned into star trek
0: (laughs) well it should because yes because they were huge trek nerds and uh and that's okay i'm okay with that
1: (laughs) well that pretty much does it for the letter b yeah this is a pretty packed episode a lot of stuff in there for sure so
0: we appreciate you listening with that we're out of here Thank you very much. See you next week.